This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This guy who's joining us on the Roman guest line has never seen a zero in his life. His wow. Well, actually, let me take that back. His bank account has multiple zeros. I want to say eight, nine, or ten zeros in this guy's bank account. This guy is nothing. He's not a zero, but he has a lot of zeros. He's a hero. Joining us on the Roman guest line is NBC Sports Washington's finest, Matt Wyrick. Matt, thank you for joining the show. How's all that money you uh, have in your pockets? What's going on, fellas? Thanks for having me on. I think I'm going to have to set the over under at two and a half zeros. So you all, you all can guess which way we're going. Oh, I know the over is heavily juiced. Heavy over. Heavy juice. <laughs> Come over. on. He can't. He can't. Look, listen to how he's talking. I, I can know, hear the money man. in his voice cutting through the radio. Sounds oh. good. Matt, um, my brother, before we get started, you already know what this is about. I don't know if you have any bets. I don't know what your betting, uh, your betting rate is these days. But if you were a betting man, the Yankees taking on the Boston Red Sox, bottom of the first right now, Garrett Cole on the mound. How do you think this game shakes out this evening? Yeah, you know, I think that the Yankees have been playing as well as anybody, and Garrett Cole's started really to look like the AL Cy Young candidate we thought he was going to be coming into the year. Uh, I do like the, the Red Sox starter, whose name I can never pronounce correctly, starts the W Wazinski or whatever. Uh, he actually has been pitching pretty well, but this Yankees lineup is tough as hell. So I, I would go Yankees uh, pretty firmly on this one for sure. Matt, I want to ask you about the team that you cover, the Nationals. We know the trade deadline's coming up. Josh Bell obviously is going to be a big trade piece for a lot of teams. Where are some teams that you can see him falling to? Yeah, I, I think the team that really jumps off the page uh, is the Toronto Blue Jays. The Blue Jays, of course, have Vladimir Guerrero. Uh, entrenched at first base, but their their bat lineup really right-handed heavy. They've really struggled to get production from that left side, and that's exactly how Josh Bell, who is a switch hitter, has mashed this year. He's a matchup nightmare for opposing southpaws, and he could just go slide right into that DH spot and really cement that middle of that lineup for that stretch run, because you know to compete in that AL East, you're going to have to have some big bats, and Bell, as far as trade deadline candidates go, he's probably the biggest one out there. So I think the Blue Jays, probably to me, stand out as the biggest potential suitor. Let's stay on Josh Bell, Matt. Um, what about the Nats just keeping him? Like, what, what about that? Can we, keep a, can we keep a really good guy? Do we have to sell off all of our good pieces? I know that's what re- rebuilding teams do. You get some good assets and you flip them for prospects and other stuff to kind of kick the can further down the road with all the talent that you're stockpiling. But I, I love Josh Bell. Like, he might have a small all-star vote in my heart. Is there any situation or scenario where you see the Nationals keeping and holding on to him? Well, first of all, I think he absolutely deserves to be an all-star this season, even with the first base position in the National League being as tough as it is with guys like Goldschmidt, C.J. Crone, Pete Alonzo, Freddie Freeman. The names go on, but I think Bell absolutely deserves to be in there. You know, I think it makes a lot of sense, though, for the Nationals to extend him. He's still under 30. You know, like I said, he's a switch hitter, so he can hit from both sides of the plate. He's been fantastic protect protection for Juan Soto in that lineup. And if you want Soto to sign an extension for a long time, why not lock up the guy who's protecting him and, you know, give him the assurance that he's going to have somebody hitting alongside him for the next three plus years. Right now, that assurance is completely out the window. It seems like 
it's all but assured that he is going to be traded. Mike Rizzo went as far to say earlier this year that the Nationals aren't negotiating extensions with anybody until they figure out Juan Soto's future. So it appears everything else is on hold until then. Well, uh, one player that's also going to be waiting to hear his fate is Nelson Cruz. Um, I thought maybe him going back to the Rays with their injuries to Brandon Lowe and Zanino would be interesting, especially because he was there. Uh, what was that last season? And he, he had a pretty good uh, little uh, stint there with yeah. that team, especially in the clubhouse. Um, where do you think Nelson Cruz uh, ends up uh, at the trade deadline? Yeah, you know, I think he could make sense for a lot of teams, you know, maybe just as a you know, power back coming off of the bench as opposed to an everyday player. Uh, you know, the team that just just reported earlier today by John Heyman was the Mets apparently have Nelson Cruz on their radar. I don't think the Nationals would be too weary about trading him within the division. You know, he's no Max Scherzer or Trey Turner, uh, no, no star power necessarily in D.C. where fans might be upset. Uh, in fact, it really could come back to bite the Mets more if they were to trade an impact prospect who then terrorize them for years to come, whereas Cruz, of course, is a free agent after this year. So the Mets seem like a team I think should be on the Nationals' radar. Uh, you know, honestly, half the teams uh, in the AL East make sense, uh, just as somebody can come off the bench, like you said, the Rays, uh, you know, the uh, the Blue Jays, as, as I mentioned, have a lot of right-handed bats, but certainly that bench could use some depth. So uh, I think, honestly, he makes sense for a lot of teams just for his veteran, veteran leadership. Uh, so I, I'm very interested to see where he goes. Matt, one more uh, trade deadline question for you. Is there a player out there and a team out there that you just think would be a perfect fit if a guy gets traded to that team that can really push them over the hump? We know both the AL and the NL are really highly contested right now, especially the National League and all the injuries that those teams are dealing with. If they can add a big piece to really push them over the edge. Is there just a player out there that you think can be moved and you see him just a perfect fit for him? Yeah, you know, I think Jose Quintana would make a lot of sense for the Twins. You know, they, they've always struggled to have pitching the last couple of years that they've been in contention. And Quintana being a lefty, I think, is a good fit for them. You know, they have Joe Ryan, of course, who has been a, a solid starter for them. But trading Jose Barrios a couple of years ago really left that rotation a bit thin. Uh, Quintana, you know, struggled the past couple of years, but seems to have righted the ship a little bit. His peripherals seem to indicate he's back to his old ways like he was with the White Sox earlier in his career. So I think he would make a lot of sense for Minnesota, uh, a team that is in first place right now, and but barely hanging on to that division. We're joined now by NBC Sports Washington's Matt Weirich on the Roman Guest Line. Reminder, this conversation with Matt available on our podcast. Just type in BetMGM tonight uh, wherever you listen to your podcast, preferably the Odyssey app. And uh, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Matt, I got to ask you about this. We kind of give Cameron Gray, our producer, a hard time about his Dodgers because even though they seem like a favorite to win it essentially every single year, this is the worst I feel like they've looked in a, in a pretty long time. What do you think about this Dodgers team? Are we waiting are, are we waiting too long and giving them too much credit to say, well, they'll get right when the time is, is, is upon them? Or are, is there real concern from your side as to can this team maybe flip a switch and play championship baseball, um, especially as we approach the trade deadline? Yeah, I think they've definitely hit a bit of a rough patch, you know, a couple of points this year. They still have the best run differential in the National League, so I think they're a force to be reckoned with. But that lineup, it really isn't as deep as we kind of thought it was coming into this year. Uh, you know, Justin Turner hasn't really looked like himself this year. Max Muncie has taken a step back. Chris Taylor is now going to be missing a significant amount of time. We have Mookie Betts playing through a cracked rib. I mean, yes, they still have the star power at the top, but it certainly isn't the group that we really thought it was going to be. And in fact, 
the pitching staff is what's really carried this team this year. They're leading the majors in ERA with guys like Tyler Anderson and Tony Gonsolin with minuscule ERAs, guys who we really weren't expecting to be aces, certainly pitching up to that standard. They're waiting for Walker Buehler to get back. They're waiting for Dustin May to get back. There are reinforcements on the way. And of course, their farm system is as good as anyone's in baseball. And they always seem to be churning out quality talent. So you'd think they'd be able to fill those holes internally. But if not, you know, I have no doubt that Andrew Friedman is going to be aggressive at the trade deadline, bring in an impact player and, and cement this group as one of the favorites to win the World Series. So I'm certainly not betting against them at this point. Now, Matt, speaking of the Dodgers, they're hosting the All-Star Weekend festivities this year. And today, the rosters for the Futures game were dropped. In like two or three years, who is a guy in the Futures game that we're going to see that you think could be a household name that people are going to hear about? Yeah, you know, just from the national standpoint, Cade Cavalli, their top pitching prospect, was selected to the Futures game for the second straight year, and he really wowed scouts last year hitting triple digits. I believe he threw 19 of the 20 fastest pitches uh, in the Futures game. He's somebody the Nationals are very high on, and he should get into the majors at some point this year. The Nationals have been kind of holding him down there, saying they want to see more consistency from him. I think we will see him before the end of the season, but they may wait till next year. Either way, he's a big part of their future and a real powerful right-hander, former first-round pick. Outside of the Nationals, one guy that has stood out to me is Pete Crow Armstrong, the outfielder for the Mets. Uh, they've really been high on him ever since acquiring him at the trade deadline last year. He's on the fast track to the majors and somebody I think we could see in that outfield in Queens very soon. Matt, before we get you out of here, has anything changed with your uh, prediction as to who's going to win the World Series? Uh, I'm sticking with Dodgers. Uh, I think they're, they're still the team to beat, even if they are going through a bit of a rough patch right now. That roster, come playoff time, I think it's just going to stack up with anybody. And, you know, like I said last time, that Mickey Mouse ring that they got in 2020, they're, they're coming back trying to get a real one this time. And, you know, I think they're as equipped to do it as anybody. You know, I should have known Matt was going to say the Dodge. He said Mickey Mouse ring. I, <laughs> I should have known he was going to go Dodgers when I tried to get him to talk trash about the Dodgers. And he comes back and says, you actually know they lead the league and run differential still, right? Like, that's how I knew he was a Dodger stand. Uh, Matt, we're Matt stand. So thank you so much for joining the show. Can't wait to talk to you soon, brother, and enjoy your evening. Absolutely, guys. Thank you so much. That's our guy, Matt Wyrick, on the Roman guest line. And reminder, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Just go to GetRoman.com slash BetQL now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BetQL. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.